Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In three, two, one. Hello and welcome back to another installment of Battle Red Radio. I'm your host, Colt Molesky, and I'm joined tonight by producer Nico. We are wrapping up the week. We still got one game left, Monday Night Football, but pretty much putting a bow on week six. No Texans game, so we were watching a lot of, a little bit of everything. I don't know about you, Nico, but watching a little bit of everything going down this Sunday, a crazy Sunday across the NFL. Lots of upsets. New York may be the powerhouse of the NFL right now. The NFC East is the best division in football. Uh, the Rams are looking horrible. It's a crazy NFL world out there, Nico. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to you know have a good run back season once you're the uh, at least get to the Super Bowl. But man, this is uh, this is this is kind of impressive. I'm not gonna lie, this week was a little bit crazy, uh, and somehow the Eagles are you know just cruising on by 6-0, and and they got, like, the clearest four weeks ahead of them. So, what are they going to do? It's cra- <laughs> well, it's crazy, too, not only, like, like getting being wrong on maybe a team or two. Like, that's to be expected, right? You have injuries, you a- aging players, maybe some rookies that pop off that you're not expecting. But getting wrong on entire divisions, that's pretty crazy. And we're going to get to the AFC South and look at the teams that were – not the Texans and the Titans playing each other this week. We'll also get to who's the worst teams in the NFL. But before we get to those, it is fascinating that, you know, if you were going to pick one division that you didn't want to watch at all, I, I think going into the season, a lot of people would have said the AFC or, excuse me, NFC East. And if you had asked what's going to be the best division in football, the AFC West probably is the division, right? And now you go into it, and you have the uh, you have the AFC West. I mean, obviously you have the Chiefs are awesome still, and then the Chargers look pretty solid. They've had their lumps, but pretty solid. But the Broncos are just a disaster, and the Raiders are even worse. And then you go to the NFC East: the Eagles six and zero, the Giants five and one, the Cowboys four and two. And that's without their starting quarterback for most of these games. Really, the only blip in the the NFC East is is the Washington Commanders. I mean, it is really crazy when you miss on entire divisions. But I think a lot of us missed on both of those. Yeah, I mean, we were, no one was no one was going to be like, man, the South is really competitive this year. Uh, but yeah, the East, I feel like, just came out of nowhere. I think it's because we've expected nothing from the East for probably the past decade. Um, it was, I mean, it was one of the least competitive divisions easily just because it was like, oh man, I can't wait to someone else to win. But now that like, oh look, the, the, the tides have changed and now things are open and look, they actually put together good football teams. No, you make a good point. When the expectations are so low, it's really hard for, for you to, to get up for these, 
for these divisions uh, or expect a lot from these divisions. But uh, the NFC East looks like they might send a, a couple of, of teams to, to the playoffs. You look around the, the NFC and there's not a there's not a ton outside of that division that really gets you excited or really makes you think that there are contenders. And you look inside that division, it seems pretty lock solid. Those teams are, are looking good. Uh, I know that you can have qualms about maybe the Giants quarterback position or uh, the Dallas Cowboys, their offense some games looks a little weird, but all those teams have really good defenses. Uh, and then you're looking at other divisions. I mean, the NFC West, the 49ers lose to the Falcons. The Rams are all out of sorts. The Seahawks, you kind of go drive by drive thinking that they're awesome. Thing, I Don't get me wrong, Geno Smith has been a revelation as far as he's concerned, but you go on drive by drive. Uh, the NFC South seems like it's a mess. I don't know. It's just, it is crazy to miss on entire divisions, but it feels like there's a couple, not just one, but a couple that you, I think we all missed on. I'll, I'll include myself in that number. So that's pretty crazy. But as far as the games that we were watching a little closer, I thought that a lot of, uh, a lot of us, I know that we were watching probably the AFC South a little closer than most of these games you had. A uh, real barn burner. It was actually a very entertaining game between the Colts and the Jaguars, the two AFC South teams that weren't on a bye this week. Colts end up going up and winning that game 34-27 at home against the Jaguars, having a 15-point fourth quarter to get back in that game and to take over and win. Matt Ryan passing uh, Dan Marino on the all-time passing yards leaderboard uh, he had a nice outing you had Pittman with a great game in that one the Jaguars going up early in that game back and forth battle down to the wire and it was pretty pretty entertaining between two teams I mean the Jaguars two and four now Colts three two and one right now watching this game it really I, I felt like it was a really great encapsulation of what the AFC South really is and what the AFC South will probably be this year which is wildly entertaining and also just bad undisciplined you'll have stretches where you don't know what a team is doing where a team will disappear I mean the Colts just didn't show up for the first quarter of this game the Jaguars had multiple stretches in this game where it felt like they were just fine letting the Colts play back into the football game. But then you had some some parts of the game where, I mean, you had Trevor Lawrence putting together some really nice drives. You had, uh, you had this offense looking like it was clicking. There were some early parts of this game where the Jaguars' defense looked like they were generating a nice pass rush and, and looked put together. And I think you could say the same about the Colts where they had runs where they really look good. I think that's all the teams in the AFC South is you you have the the good and the bad and the pendulum keeps swinging wildly back and forth. You can say that about all the teams. Even the Titans, they're grinding away uh, behind Derrick Henry and they're looking good. The defense is pinning its ears back. And then all of a sudden they're getting absolutely destroyed on the defensive end can't stop anybody their secondary looks like a mess and then when they can't get that offense going behind their running attack all of a sudden the uh the shine seems like it is really all the way off 
on Ryan Tannehill. And the same with the, the Houston Texans. I mean, there are quarters where they look like they are world beaters and they look like they can actually somehow hang with these teams despite the talent deficit and they are getting stops in the red zone. The defense is looking good. The offense is clicking behind Damian Pierce. And then all of a sudden you see the warts on Davis Mills. You see the deficit they have at pass catcher. Uh, the defense is going to let people run all over them. And all of a sudden they look like their record would lead you to believe they that the, the team that they are. And so I think that when you look at this team, it's just a, or this game, it's just a microcosm of the AFC South. Nico, I, th I really think that it's going to be uh, eight, nine wins to win this division. It's going to be sloppy. It's going to be messy. Other, other teams are going to come in. Uh, teams from other divisions are going to be able to come in and grab and pick up wins against AFC South teams, uh, especially teams at the top of the AFC. And, it's just going to be kind of a mess, but at the same time, because there is that promise of that side of these teams that can actually put stuff together, they're still going to be entertaining for the most part. I mean, even in a team that they're wildly outmatched against, against the Chargers, you saw the Texans hold it together. The Colts have a win against the Chiefs somehow. The Jaguars absolutely dunked on the Chargers earlier this season. These teams are getting these weird wins. And then you have stuff that makes sense, like uh, when the Texans, or excuse me, the Titans got absolutely wrecked by the Bills. That's something that makes sense. And so you're going to see those as well, but they're going to be in, in games that are really interesting. And yet now even the Giants, who are looking like a really good team despite their maybe deficiencies at quarterback, that was still a really good team with the game with the Titans where it was big swings and the Giants coming back in the fourth quarter. And now you're looking at it and saying, oh, you want actually the team that should have won probably did actually win. But it was still wildly entertaining. I think that's just going to be the AFC. It's going to be bad football that's wildly entertaining despite all of Right. Wars. It's inconsistency at its finest because it's not only is it like, man, these teams are bad, but they can they're so inconsistent, they're inconsistent at even being bad. Like like somehow Exactly. <laughs> like somehow these guys are like like, oh who'd the Chiefs lose? You're like the Colts? They got like four collective touchdowns. What had happened? Like the Texans, your one job was to tank, and you're not even going to be able to do that properly. Uh, but yeah, you're right. They're they're going to be bad in the weird, most watchable way. I Which think. is kind of, I mean, this what's that's what it's all about, honestly. Like, if if this is how bad it's going to be, but at least it's like, well, at least it's funny bad. That's the best kind of be because at least it's not just like we're sauntering out just to get walked 47 to three again or you know because there's yeah if you're gonna be a car crash be the clown car that crashes into uh that crashes into like a, a circus car and all of the doves are flying out and uh it, and it's a disaster but it's kind of funny yeah, you like... know it, it's the it's the crash where it, you're you're at the circus and it's the the clowns stacked up on the bike and they tip over and it's a it's a hilarity of a mess right and you know at least there's some joy to be had and it's not just as gruesome like well they're gonna walk out here's the own 16 season because somehow no one is despite being as bad as they are <laughs> 
that said, it leads me to to have absolutely zero idea who's going to run away with this division. Yeah, not that not that even anybody will run away with it, but who's going to win the division? I have no idea. It's it's If you're asking me to put $100 on the Colts, the Jaguars or the the Titans, I have no idea. Yeah, you couldn't <laughs> I don't think anyone has an idea. <laughs> Two weeks ago, I was pretty confident the Jaguars were going to put this thing and together. now they've lost two in a row to us and to I the know. Colts. Yeah, it's not, it's not even like good losses, yeah. you know. They're 0-9 against the Texans. Yeah, it's, it's, a, very, it's a very weird division. No idea what's going to happen. Uh, but... I'm pretty confident those games at the end of the year against division opponents are going to really matter for playoffs, which will be will make those games interesting, which tracks with how these teams are playing throughout this season. Uh, so it's it's a comedy of errors. It's hilariously bad, but it's entertaining and it's watchable football. AFC South, put it put it on the banner, hang the banner. There you go. Put it in the rack. We might be bad, but at least it's fun. <laughs> it might be bad, but at least there's beer. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's it's wild. But we're gonna get to because we're talking about the AFC South, it seems like an apropos time. We've gotten a chance to watch all of the other teams. Didn't have our Houston Texans assignment, our Houston Texans coverage to watch this week, so we got to peruse the nfl let's try and figure out nico who the worst teams in the nfl truly are first let's hear from some sponsors let me tell you guys about the latest party to hit the houston scene custom geek parties everything from corporate team building exercises geek themed weddings rpg parties board game parties cosplay parties and more call gamers inner circle geek party at 281-746-4260 gamers inner circle geek party at 281-746-4260 gamers inner circle are you in yet it's time to trade in your face mask for masks load up the hoppers and go to war with your friends too hot too rainy too cold splat zone indoor paintball has you covered literally it's Splat Zone Indoor Paintball. Round up the family and get to 11260 Hempstead to check out Splat Zone Indoor Paintball today. Family friendly, low impact activities for everybody. Go check them out. 11260 Hempstead, Splat Zone Indoor Paintball. Okay, everybody, let me tell you all about the Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More Adventure Stadium. That's right. And we already know about the great and wonderful comics and, tra- and trading card store they have on the first floor. They also now have on the second floor a sports memorabilia store and sports trading cards. It's awesome. Get up there to the stadium right there at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard, Suite 130, the second floor above the, the original Adventure Begins, and the Marcel Town Center. Make sure to check them out. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more. The Adventure Stadium. It's never a good idea to drink and drive, but what if you had a few beers at the game and you know you're not drunk, but you get pulled over and arrested anyway? You need a law firm that knows how to try DWIs. Someone who won't just plead you out quickly. You need a lawyer who has spent hundreds of hours in a hands-on lab course learning the sciences used in DWI cases. A lawyer ACS qualified to be designated a lawyer scientist because these cases aren't like other kinds of cases. 
Your positive outcomes may very well depend on who better understands and presents the science at trial. Attorney Brian Asen is a designated lawyer scientist, and the lawyers at Asen Law Firm have successfully tried and won many of these cases. Call Asen Law Firm at 832-209-2297. That's Asen Law Firm at 832-209-2297. Or visit dwilawyerhouston.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back in. We had some time away from the Texans. Doesn't mean we're taking a break from football by any stretch of the imagination. Nico, I want to try and figure out who are the worst teams in the NFL right now. And now, granted, some of this might change a little bit, but I think we can figure out right now who the the worst teams are are in the NFL, the very bottom of the barrel, who's that next tier of uh, of bad but entertaining or they're going to be frisky. They're going to be in their games. They're going to lose games, but they're going to be in their games. I, I think the Texans, I think we all can guess the Texans fall solidly in that category. I'm not even going to venture into the middle of the NFL, which seems to have about 20 teams, but... There's a lot of teams that kind of feel close together if you're looking at the bottom, the middle, or the top of the league. So let's try and and sort through this. Here are my, my picks for the very worst and then the next couple of teams. So I think the very worst team in the NFL is the Carolina Panthers. They're a mess at quarterback. Their offensive line isn't good. They have talent in various places you think about some of their secondary talent you uh and pieces on the defensive line think about like burns uh, jeremy chin great guys on defense you think about christian mccaffrey dj moore those are solid pieces on the offense mccaffrey obviously w- one of the best five running backs in the nfl probably best top three running backs in the nfl but they're just an absolute disaster they fired their head coach matt rule uh, they're all over the place. They have one win. They're really bad. They're not really competitive in a lot of these games, it seems even. And they're just a, a horrible a horrible team to watch. Their offense is horribly managed, and they're not going to – it seems like going down the stretch now, they might even be one of those teams that starts selling off pieces for parts with all the trade rumors around – CMC uh, you look at them across the board passing wise they're a, top, a bottom five team in passing yards despite having 
Christian McCaffrey healthy this year. They're a bottom five team in rushing yards. Scoring-wise, they are a bottom uh, a bottom 10 team, ranked 8. Uh, they're just a, a bad, bad offense. And then you switch over to the defensive side of the ball. Guess what? It's not going to get... Not going to get a lot better. They're a bad defensive team as well. You look at their advanced defensive stats. I mean, they're not pressuring the quarterback at all. Bottom of the league in pressures. uh, Bottom of the league in sacks. Bottom five of the league in sacks. They're letting up plenty of of points. They're, They're passing defense. Bottom of the league. They are ranked in the bottom 10 or excuse me the bottom uh they're ranked 17th in passing yards allowed rushing yards allowed they're ranked 7th so bottom 10 in the league they're just not a good defense they have the absolute worst record in the league yeah i mean they're right there with another team that is is a little harder to gauge maybe uh but they are one of the worst teams. I would say the worst team. And there's a couple of teams on by this week that might be right there, but I would argue are more entertaining and are in these games. At least the Panthers are not in these games. And I think you start seeing them sell off for parts. The next category are the teams that somehow finagle wins, but I think in my opinion are pretty unwatchable. The Washington Commanders, Chicago Bears, uh, they are horrible to watch. If you watched even a drop of Thursday Night Football, you know what I'm talking about. But even in other games, a lot of these games, uh, they're they're not in. You think about some of these games that the Commanders have been in. Uh, they're they're not in at all. They're they don't ha- seem to have a pulse for most of these games. The Bears, I mean, the Bears are setting records that were made back in like the 80s as far as their passing game is concerned unfortunately it feels like Justin Fields is not the guy is not it Uh, and so those teams are they somehow both have two wins but they and they maybe you could argue oh well they have some defense be that are good or there's some passes that you like from Carson Wentz sometimes that their offense looks good but just the wild dips down or the the halves of games that they don't show up for I would argue that these are teams not as bad as the Panthers but more unwatchable I would say than the Panthers I don't know how you feel Nico I don't know if you ventured into Thursday Night Football but they (laughs) you you notoriously stayed at the beginning of the season you were like well the Chicago Bears are the worst team in football so yeah I mean uh, I mean, like you're not far off. <laughs> well, I... like this is this is looking rough, and then the the Commanders are just they're they're just all over the place. What what what's happening? How did, what are they? Who do they even win against? Obviously the Bears, but and the Jaguars. What was their Those other are their win? two wins? And it oh. took a what was oh, it? Oh, terrible! A Fifteen point fourth quarter, I believe it was, to get back in that game too. Oh, right. That's right. It's one of those. It's one of those games. I mean, these are two teams too. You you look through their offensive stats. Bad team, uh, they are not good, but they have two wins, which I know that people will push back on that. I think they're really pretty. I think they're pretty unwatchable, 
And like even in the wins, like the win that the Commanders had against against the Bears, horrible, <laughs> just a disaster, just an absolute disaster. So the next category I would say are bad teams that are frisky. I they are going to be in games. They're going to be entertaining. They're going to there's going to be moments in game in, in a, a lot of their games where you're going to think that they can actually pull off a win somehow, snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. They probably won't do it, but they're still in these games. They're still making it happen. In this category, this is a big group. I have the Detroit Lions. I have the Houston Texans. I have the Las Vegas Raiders. I have the Arizona Cardinals. And I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I have a caveat with the Steelers, too. But for all of these teams, Arizona Cardinals, very talented quarterback in Kyler Murray. They've got talent all over the roster. They've got a lot of weird coaching decision-making happening there. Uh, a very The way they go about their games is very strange, and they sleepwalk through large portions of their games, like halves of their games, a lot like the Raiders. But they are in a lot of these games. The games are entertaining. You even look at the weird game they had against the Seahawks where they're only able to get this touchdown on this punt, uh, this weird punt play against the Seahawks, and uh, they're really struggling offensively, but their defense is showing up and keeping that offense that has been wildly productive behind Geno Smith in check. And despite all of that, still just languishing at, at times in that game and end up losing. 9 to 19. But they were in that game up until the end. You think about the the Raiders too. Really struggling. A team that you thought was going to be a lot better. Really really struggling uh to to find wins. But they're in a lot of these games and they're putting up points. Same with the Lions. The Lions are have looked for most of these games very very good offensively and their defense has not been good and let up a lot of points, but they are scoring at will uh, again they had a bad game against the patriots but they are scoring at will in a lot own 29 yeah. <laughs> got wrecked that game but outside of that game their offense has cruised and they have looked really really good and so I, I, again i'm not Tons saying these are good the teams 35 36 45 what happened in the lions seahawks game it was what in the world was going on? Fireworks to 40, is what was going on. Fireworks is what's going on. Oh my god! But that's what I'm saying is that like, again, I'm not saying these are good teams, but these are the best kind of bad teams. And the Houston Texans are right there with it, where uh, they have all those. We've gone over all those weird defensive stats where they're keeping the point differential close. Their point differential is only minus 13 for a team that's one three and one minus. 13. But then the Las Vegas Raiders, their point differential minus 5. They're 1 and 4 and their point differential is minus 5. Uh the again the De actually you know what the Denver Broncos probably could go in a category with the Commanders and Bears. Uh I forgot to add them as well. They're unwatchable too. But that is a lot of weird coaching decisions. Lenny Russ Cook doesn't look like it's it's working out anymore. Uh yeah, so th they could probably go in the uh, the unwatchable group as well, especially with the red zone problems. But the 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 caveat I want to put on the Pittsburgh Steelers, if Pickett is out for an extended amount of time and they have to go back to Trubisky, I think they might float in the unwatchable category with Pickett in the the lineup. I think they look. I know that they won against the uh, against the Bucks today with Pickett going out, but I think that you have you have. 
little faith they in are, the True Biscuit. I have zero faith. I have zero faith in the True Biscuit. Not little, zero. But if the, if Pickett comes back from his uh, his head injury and he's in the lineup, I think they are a, a bad team that's frisky in, in these games. If they have to stick with Trubisky a while, I think they probably slide into that unwatchable category. But that's where I have the bad teams. Do you want? Do you have anything that you want to change that I should uh, that I should flip around? Do you have any disagreements? No, I'm just here? I'm I'm just flabbergasted. I I never because you know I don't I don't believe that the Lions is a real team. Um, like these numbers don't even make any sense. Like how do they go 45 and 40 in the very next game? Go 0 and 29. Like what? These sound like made up stats. Who made this? Who's been lying to me about this team? I, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird NFL season. I would also like to say for the people who are saying, "Hey, where are the Jaguars, the Colts, and the Titans?" I have they're, no idea. They're they're in the. I need more. They're data. in that pool of the the South where it's just I don't know, like because we're literally all within a game of each other. Like, I think technically the head of the divisions exactly. is the Colts. And I don't know which if. Is, they're I mean they're already bad like they're three two and one somehow they're the head of the division <laughs> exactly and I don't know I don't know if those are unwatchable don't teams they're, those are the best kind these of are, bad teams but they're they're, they're fun I'm not to sure watch what they are. at the very least because you never know what's going to happen that's the, the definition of it uh <laughs> But yeah, the, so that's that's where I have the bottom of the league, which is unfortunately where the Texans are. I think that they are not the worst teams oh, though, yeah. by far. Despite the record, there are worse teams out there visually and football wise, and they are not among those teams. So And they're they not gonna that stay going bad them. either. I think that's really the, nice. the the light at the end of the tunnel is that this team is only gonna get better. No, yeah. Like the Panthers right. are gonna be bad for a while. Fired your head coach, and he's like, two years. All right, well, they're gonna be still bad. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, well, there you have it. That's a, a Sunday wrap. Heck of a bye week, lovely bye week, and now we're getting uh, hunkering down and getting ready for another game this next week. We'll have podcasts throughout the week, getting you ready for week seven. We are cruising through this season, but you know what? We're having a blast. I hope. You are as well. Make sure you're subscribing to the podcast wherever you're finding it. Also, go and check out Battle Red blog for any updates that you need, any written updates that you need on the Texans. You can find those there. And make sure you keep coming back here for more on the Houston Texans. I'm Colt Molesky. He's producer Nico. Thanks for joining us for another installment of Battle Red Radio. <laughs> <laughs>